The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's January 12th, 2023. 5.30 on the dot. We get another raise there, Steph. And we also get a new show to watch on TLC soon. A new show on TLC? Remember, Life is good. Remember the MILF one? <laughs> oh, MILF. What is it? MILF Manor. Manor. MILF Manor. MILF Manor. Be very specific <laughs> when you type that into Google. Don't type mania or anything because you might get some searches that you don't want to see on your work computer. I know from personal experience over here. It's very bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, I still can't stop laughing about that. Thankfully, I wasn't looking at your window reflection when that happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. MILF Manor is uh, ladies who are very excitable cougars, I guess, looking for younger men. Yeah, essentially, they're MILFs. Um, (laughs) I think it comes out on the 15th on Sunday. I think that's when, but the twist hasn't been revealed. So there's like, there's these older women, 40s to 60s. The bios just got released over on the, the website and of the ladies, but they haven't revealed the twist yet. But we were assuming the twist for MILF Manor. So they're like MILFs looking for love. And then there's like these like 20 year old sexy studs doing backflips, six packs and everything. And everyone is thinking the twist is going to be it's their sons and they have to see each other, date each other. Yeah, exactly. And they never showed these guys faces. So it's mm-hmm. either that it's their sons or they're like, what is that called? A butterface? Yeah. Or a, a yeah. bag face or something? Maybe they just all have like bad acne or something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who, Who knows? knows? But uh, anybody you're rooting for over there, Sean? I like this 60-year-old. She is a heavy metal vixen who used to appear in heavy metal videos. Heavy metal? And now okay. she's a personal trainer. So I guess maybe she was just like like a sexy lady in a heavy metal movie. Like there's pyro everywhere. Anyways, April Jane is her name. She's 60. And uh, sup, I guess. <laughs> Sean, I have a new invention idea. I love these. What's on your mind over there? <laughs> okay, backup cameras. Mm-hmm. New to the luxury truck world where yeah. you have a backup camera. Mm-hmm. It's always covered in mud. Oh, yeah. Like, I am a star backer-upper because I can't use the camera ever. <laughs> and I will wipe it off like sometimes when I remember and then, of course, the next time I drive, I backed into the spot, so I drive and spew some mud up on it again. Yeah. It's like they were made for like warm weather climates. They didn't think about like the snow-covered places where you drive and it just immediately gets covered again. Yeah. So here's my thought, Sean. Uh-huh. I think we need, you know how some back windows has have wiper blades on yeah. them? We need a wiper blade on the backup camera. Oh. And I realize that it's about the size of a dime. Yeah. So my other idea is that there's some sort of invention like a crocodile eye. I gotta Google that. Okay, well crocodiles have two eyelids and one of them comes down across their eyes so they can still see through it, but it protects them from anything in the water. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe we could get an eyelid for the backup cam. Yeah, just something that scrapes it and just rubs across and then yeah, it just shoes everything away. Ooh, okay. Another idea, mm. like a lens cover, so that just like it, on, the camera only comes on when you're backing up on your screen. Well, I'll tell you how my backup camera works. What? So I have a, a hatchback, and the logo—it's a Hyundai. The logo on the back uh-huh. it flips up when I put it in reverse. 
See, that's exactly what I'm asking for. A lens cover. Okay. Yeah. And so then, they did think about this. Yeah. And then when I put it in any other thing other than reverse, then the logo just goes flat and then you don't see it anywhere. That sounds extremely 2014. Innovative. Look at that. It's almost 10 years old. So your backup camera is always clean? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Wow. Okay, Sean. Why didn't you start tell me that they? Had I made totally this forgot invention? about it until you brought it up. I was like, wait, I have one, but I never use it. I, I, I never use a backup. Well, camera. I guess we're not going to be rich from this idea. But <laughs> however, I guess I should switch to Hyundai. Yeah. Def, you're going to be my boss pretty soon here. I'm very excited about it. Arctic Winter Games are coming up in 16, 17 days, somewhere around there. And a lot of volunteer options are being put forward. And I thought, you know what? What the heck? Why don't I volunteer? Well, it turns out the things I'm volunteering for, you're like the head of it or something? I'm just the chair of the broadcast committee. Don't give me too big of a big head. <laughs> well, um, humble break, <laughs> chair of the broadcast committee over here. But I love that you decided that you spend five hours a day with me and you'd still like to be on my team. <laughs> I think that's the testimony to I'm going to be really fun and you should join my team too. <laughs> I hope so. So yeah, a lot of volunteer opportunities are on there. One of them was a camera operator. I was like, cool. Let me broadcast those events for you, for uh, everyone out there. And that's under your umbrella? That is under my umbrella. And I would like to say for all those other camera operator opportunity people out there, uh, it's a very easy job. You just have to pan the camera back and forth. <laughs> the camera is on a tripod. And I need to fill 371 <laughs> hours worth of filming to go online and on TV. So you can say you help film the Arctic Winter Games. Like, just like Sean wants to. Yeah. Sean, how many hours are you giving me? Can I check off my 371 Ooh, that I need yeah, to fill? Yeah, that's still up for, you know, since it is volunteer, it's still up for debate. Maybe like three here, two there, four here, three here. You know, let's let's go for a tentative like seven. Seven? Of you, the 300 and some. Okay, so. No, I'm kidding. 366 <laughs> left to fill if anybody if, wants to help. <laughs> what if I go rogue and I start like zooming instead of appearing, just like panning back and forth? What if I'm just a rogue camera operator? Sean, we are not in the business of firing volunteers. <laughs> Don't make us have to make you the first. <laughs> I will I will say, though, if you are a bad boss, there was some other amazing opportunities on there. Something called a village mayor. Ooh. I don't know what that is, but I applied for it as well. I put it as one of my second and third options. Okay. There was something called a ball handler. I don't know what that is. Sean. What do you mean, Sean? There was a ball handler. I was like, maybe I could do that. You're so like, that is, again, one of my second or third options. So you're like, if you're a bossy me. boss, I said camera operator would be number one. But if you're not a good boss to me, like bringing me coffee and Timbits and wow. stuff, then maybe I'll go be the ball handler. Hey, I'm going to let you know. Those 371 <laughs> hours aren't going to fill themselves. So if if even if I am a bad boss, I don't think you're going to get demoted to ball handler. <laughs> Yesterday, I got to go on a ride along with this roads team, learning all about winter maintenance zones, about how snow plows work, graders, six blades, everything. And I wanted to make a little reel about my experience. I filmed a bunch of different yeah. of these giant trucks working. And oftentimes on Instagram, I'll just search like what the content of the reel is. So I was like, I wonder if there's a song about a snowplow. Oh, yeah. I could picture like some kids songs, like just teaching how they work and stuff. Sean. There are many songs about a snowplow. There are songs for adults. There are songs for kids. I'm just going to give you a little preview of what I was listening oh, to boy. last night, trying to find a, a song to go along with my reel. Yeah. I'm the snowplow man. <laughs> so I throw mo in the gear. 
jumping. Truck winds on up the street. Truck I'm heading for the overpass where the other power jockeys meet. You know this. Four inches already on the ground, but hey, I ain't paid to plow that street. No, 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 no. All right. Is from the East Coast, from Boston or something, from Northeast? What are you talking about? There's only four inches on the ground. Got a snow plow. <laughs> okay, I didn't think that one really fit my video, so I went on to the next one. Okay, yeah. What happens when oh. the snow falls and covers up the roads? Oh, we'll be there to sweep it up so that our cars can go. We need to get to school and work and back to home again. The snowplow clears the way for us so we can see our friends. It is the snowplow, yeah. the snowplow, who comes to save the day. This is my vote. That's 100% my vote so far okay. over the Boston guy. Yeah, if that's not stuck in your head yet, try this one. <laughs> That one's pretty good too. All right. This one, though, this one I can't help but dance to. Kind of reminds me of like Men Without Hats. Right? You just got to get your hands moving to that. Was snow plow. That I did like not. It was made from like an Icelandic duo who was trying to make it big on Eurovision. <laughs> it very well could have. I didn't choose any of those. I'm going to post the real little Do later the second on one. Yeah? Second one for sure. That's the one that I would go with. It's okay. like the guy talking about how, like, explaining it to kids. Yeah. Snow plow clears the way for us so we can see our friends. It is the snow plow, the snow plow, who comes to save the day. Our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, was answering a lot of hard-hitting questions uh, just right around New Year's from people all across the country. And the age-old one came up, Steph, of if a dog were to wear pants, would it be on all four legs or would it just be on the back two? How do you think he answered? I think he said the back two. Back <laughs> Very two? Very hard-hitting question here, I know, Sean. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's clue in here. I don't know. I think the whole point of uh, pants uh, is to cover your bum. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I think I have to reject this one. Even though, yes, he's got legs in the front, uh, I've seen enough uh, cute dogs walking on their hind legs or standing up that uh, uh, I think I'd go with uh, option two on the dogs wearing pants. Where do you stand? Are you surprised by his answer? No, because I think it's logical and it's the one I would go with as well. I really had to think about this, but I just don't know how you would attach the pants. Like, would the dog have to wear suspenders then if you had it on all four <laughs> legs? You know, like, how would it dog work? Dog suspenders! Oh, that's so cute. All right, a new invention. Um, but I think we could just cut a little hole for a cute little tail to come out yeah. and be happy with the back two legs. So I am... I am I'm in agreement with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. So you think the front two are like arms then, more so than legs? Yeah, totally. We could put a shirt on there. Or he could just, you know, be ready for swimming with his... With swimming? <laughs> well, if it's a boy dog, he can just go go just without a shirt. Oh, and, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I follow the same train of path of just like, yeah, back to her legs, cover up that booty, get the tail going, and uh, be on your way. Dogs with pants, yeah. Would you put a shirt on a dog too, or were, are you like the pants are cute enough? Maybe add a hat. Yeah, macho dog, just no no shirt. Macho macho dog. <laughs> 
A new study came out on the always classic debate of how often do you wash your bed sheets? Now, Steph, I want to see where you line up with this study. So you're married. How often do you and your husband wash your bed sheets? About once a week. Once a week. Mm-hmm. I'm a Sunday afternoon laundry person. Well, how many bed sheets do you own? How many sets? We own like four or five, but two of them wow. are flannel and they're too warm. So we, we basically switch out between three of them, I would say. You guys are so married. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. We're so adult. <laughs> yeah. Okay. According to the study, couples do their sheets on average every three weeks. So you Three weeks? You are above. That is so long to wait to wash your sheets. It's so nice to crawl into a clean bed that smells like a bounce sheet. Oh my gosh. So you're every week, couples claim, on, according to the study, every three weeks. The most damning part of this study, though, is single men. And you already just know just by that, that is going to be absolutely horrible. You're making me, like, I feel disgusted about three weeks. And you're saying <laughs> damning further is single men. What are they at? Okay, what do you think? How often do you think single men wash their bed sheets? Uh, I'm going to be really generous and say probably every two months or two so. Two months. Okay, you are very generous. Yeah, according to the study, around 50% of single men wait up to four months to wash their bed sheets. Oh, dear. I was saying I was being generous like I was like overshooting. Not <laughs> That's gross. Four yeah, months. Even That's a, a lot of skin and dander. <laughs> 12% said they wash them when they remember. When they remember. They so that's never like remember. that's right. That's probably never. That's probably never, which is hilarious. Uh, where I fall on this, I was I'm, gonna say you asked me. Now I gotta know about you, single man over there. Mm, uh, around a month, a I month. would say. Yeah, I'm just one person. That doesn't I matter. shower often. I, I shower lot, every day. A lot of time when right when I'm getting into bed, I'll come right out of the shower and then I'll hop into bed. So I'm going like right in clean. Yeah, you're spending eight hours in there. You're probably sweating. You definitely have skin cells. You think you know a lot about my sleep patterns over here? Just letting you know. I know that you like sometimes (laughs) put an extra blanket on, sometimes take it off. It's because you've gotten hot, so you're definitely sweating in your bed. You need to wash it more often. Once a month. Yeah. Single woman on this, um, say 62% of them every two weeks. But the experts, you want to know what the experts say? Yeah. Well, of course, this is what big, big bed sheet and big sheet companies want <laughs> big us to think. Bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> they want us to wash it every week because they say dead skin cells and body oils that accumulates quickly and it can attract dust mites. And so that's what they say. Wash it every week and then come and buy the bed sheets again and again and again and keep keep funding our pockets. I'm on the big bed sheet side. I don't care how many sheets I have to buy. <laughs> In this job, we get to do some pretty fun things. And yesterday, I got to go on. On a ride along, oh yeah, with the roads department, right? Okay, did you convince them to drive the the plow and do some winter snow clearing yourself? I did not convince them to let me do that. However, the job seems very intense, and I don't want it. Oh yeah, pass <laughs> along the the tea, the juicy details. What'd you all learn? Yeah, there were so many moving parts to it. So many folks making sure that the roads get cleared and they're they're safe and less slippery and things like that. But one of the things that I had no idea about was these snow blowers. They are um, blowing snow into a truck, and the truck takes it to like a snow dump site. site. Dump site. Yeah. yeah. 
but they have to be watching so closely everything around them. They've got to worry about pedestrians on the sidewalk. They can't blow when a pedestrian walks by. Oh, yeah. They have to worry about um, garbage cans or any kind of debris that might get caught in their snowblower and get out and move it. Um, They're always watching for cars coming around because Uh people never slow down around them. I couldn't believe the things they had to do while also doing their job of blowing the snow and riding exactly at the same speed as the truck they were blowing it into so that it filled up correctly. But I will say one of the craziest things I learned um, was this was a winter maintenance zone day for um, Parsons North. And Mm -hmm. so they were trying to actually do snow removal, not just snow plowing. Right. And so cars aren't supposed to park on their street. Only two days a month you can't do it. Mm -hmm. And this zone was active yesterday. And there were 141 cars that had forgotten that their zone was active yesterday. So it's not just like seven or eight, eh? (laughs) No. 141. Wow. Which means that they weren't able to start street clearing until they could get those cars off. And it's not like, oh, just go around me. You can't because the machines are so big, big yeah. they can't fit on the road, especially if you double park your road. So people are well, Yeah, because the roads sides. are so tiny to begin with. And if you have uh, this snowblower and then the haul truck right beside each other, that takes up the uh, entire road right there. Yeah, they absolutely can't do it. So I found that very interesting because I will say um, in Sault Ste. Marie, where I'm from, we have this kind big of rule. Roads. Uh, No, they just decided they didn't make this cool program called the winter maintenance zones where you only can park and not park two days a month. They make a rule where you can't park from the middle of October till the middle of April from midnight till 7 a.m. every single night. And it doesn't matter if there hasn't been snow for weeks. You get a ticket every single time. So this two days a month thing is like. If we could just get on board and remember to move our cars, it would make such a difference. Mm -hmm. So anyway, they had started trying to clear the streets at 7 a.m. yesterday. We were out at 10. Still, all these cars were getting tickets and getting towed. And it's a terrible day for somebody who gets towed for forgetting to move their car. It absolutely is awful. But it just was so interesting to see how much of a backlog they had because they then can't get to the streets who did remember to move their car because they have to go down the one that has all the cars on it yeah. and they can't fit. So yeah. it's, it's just... It's all domino effect of one simple thing. Yeah, so many moving parts. So I think the biggest thing I learned yesterday was two days a month, set an alarm <laughs> in your phone and move your car so that your street can get clean. The alerts, the alerts are just so easy and crucial. Yeah. My friend just left the other day after three weeks of visiting, which was wonderful. She flew that great direct flight from Fort Mac to Toronto mm. um, on Monday afternoon. And she said, I think the flight attendants thought I was someone important. Okay. What made her think that? She said they were being extra nice to her, asking if she needed anything. And then when she was walking off, one of them said, I'm so happy I got to meet you. <laughs> That's pretty great. I love I that. Know. <laughs> and I was like, well, I think you're very important. You're important to me. Maybe she was being really nice in line. Maybe. And they radioed to each other, like, make sure you get this girl named Jamie. Right. She's in seat 4B <laughs> and she's awesome. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, have you ever been told you look yeah. like a famous person before? Yeah. Has she ever got anyone? No. She said never. No one's ever told her she looked like anyone. Aww. I was like, well, then I guess maybe you're you just, just a great person. Are a great person and they were glad to meet you because you were so kind. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> have you ever been mistaken for someone? Uh, not since I've been bald. Not since I've been bald. 
Uh, well, I guess all of us kind of look the same, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! All bald guys look the same. Bald guys with a beard. You know, we all just lump together. When I had my long blonde hair, I would... Um, sometimes there were times where, like, David Spade would come up back in his early days. Oh. And, and Owen Wilson, because I have, a, like, a broken nose, and it has a nice little bump on it. So, like, the blonde hair with the jagged nose kind of... <laughs> wow, all right. Well, at least he's famous, I guess. <laughs> when I was a kid, people used to think I looked like Matilda, um, the actress that played Matilda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but nobody ever mistook me for it. They'd just call me Matilda. Oh, but yeah. These days, I, I guess I look unique or very plain, but not like anybody else. <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.